I'm going to apologize to people. If you can hear noise, there's construction happening in my apartment. And we're too poor to go anywhere quiet. I don't know if we poor accept, is the right word, but uh, we're not on a college campus anymore. We accept Venmo <laughs> and cash and check. <laughs> Bitcoin. <laughs> Sure. I don't know how Bitcoin works. Me neither. I'll take it though. <laughs> All right. So welcome back listeners to Shipmates. I'm Megan here. I'm Kendall. So we are going over one of my favorite couples on, again, one of my typical TV shows, which is a 30 minute comedy. Uh, so the ever loved Parks and Rec. Uh, and we're going to go over April and Andy today. And you know what? I saw a comment on one of the YouTube videos I was watching and somebody said this is the exact definition of the relationship between a cat and a dog, (laughs) (laughs) which made me laugh so hard because that pretty much is an accurate description. Andy's definitely a dog and April is like the creepy, grumpy cat. That's She's not even like grumpy, but she's like sassy. Yeah, sassy. Or like a cat would want... Or wants to make you think that they're grumpy and sassy, but secretly they just want to cuddle. Yes. You know? Yeah, exactly. Ooh. That's so good. I know. I did see lots of comparisons between Andy and a golden retriever oh, online. Yeah, so yeah. So that makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. That's funny, though. Uh, they're one of my favorite couples. Of course, Parks and Rec has many good couples. We'll probably go over some eventually. But so I'm familiar with the show. I watched the entire I think it was up till season five I binged watched it with my mom and my brothers um it was like the last summer we were all home oh. um before we all moved away for separate things and so we all just binge watched it together until season five and then watched started watching it live on tv from then so it's nice yes uh, but I've seen it multiple times um yeah. and it's just one of the shows I could sit down and watch anything or any random episode so um it feels a lot like The Office, I think. Yeah, it has a similar feel to it. Um, I know, I remember after The Office, they had premiered Parks and Rec, and I watched the pilot episode with my mom, and we were like, eh, this, show, this isn't that funny. So we didn't watch it again until yeah. Flash Forward later, and we hear all the hype. Because apparently the first season is... That's what I've heard as well. Well, I don't want to say apparently, because I've seen it. But yeah, I, the first... Yeah. <laughs> The first season, it's only six episodes, thank goodness. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so it's a little, I didn't know that. Just, it's a little more dry. Like, their jokes get better as the show goes on. Which um, is normal, I think, with a comedy show. Yeah, because when I watch The Office, like, the beginning episodes, or just, like, the beginning seasons, I'm so, like, cringing at Michael because he's so, makes me so uncomfortable. But then by the end of the show, I end up liking him. And yeah. He's not as awkward and yeah. uncomfortable. Because <laughs> it's like, you have to get used to the characters and the writers have to get used to the characters and learning, like, how the actors play them yeah. and, like, how to best write for them and all that. So yeah. it makes sense. Which, so I watched, um, it was, like, a behind the scenes with... Um, Chris Pratt and Aubrey Plaza and they said like we were kind of those characters that the writers didn't really know what to do with because we were both kind of weird people um 
and then I and then Aubrey Plaza was hoping that they would have like a short fling or something, but they ended up being like uh, a really successful couple. Um, yeah, that the writers came up with. So yeah, in one of the articles I read, they were saying the same thing about like the first season. They were both kind of the the odd ones out. Yeah, that seemed kind of like they didn't really fit and like they weren't written very well but then once they found yeah and they they almost said that like they felt like they became one character with them together huh which i mean i feel like you kind of want to be your own person and your own character but yeah but it's still like everyone's like april and andy yes they are one i don't know (laughs) (laughs) it's hard to explain because they are kind of one character, but they're not at the same time. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen the whole show, which y'all probably guessed, but I've seen episodes here and there. So I feel yeah. I feel like I can understand the show and, and the humor. Yeah. I, I like it from what I've seen. So did you read the whole like storyline of how they developed? Yes, for the most part. Okay. Because she's um, like an intern and she's we find out she's dating like this apparently this was Aubrey Plaza's idea to the writer that she was dating a gay guy and her his boyfriend and she would make out with him drunk and that's like what she would be fine with as a relationship so they have she has that first season and I think like halfway through the second season but while she's dating the gay guy guys I don't know. She's kind of dating <laughs> at once. She's a strange one, but <laughs> um, I don't remember where I was going with that. I don't. Oh, she don't starts know. to she starts to crush on Andy because he works down at the shoe shine shop. Mm. Um, and then she they start making fun of Andy, and so she breaks up with them. <clears throat> but then Andy is I'm dating. And well, in the first season, yes, and then they basically the whole second season, he's just really jealous of Anne because um, she starts dating this other guy, and he's just so hung up on Anne, and he's so that's why Aubrey Pl- or April doesn't want to date him because he's too into Anne still. Um, mm-hmm. And then also, this is an interesting thing to talk about. So Andy kind of started developing feelings for april but he was worried about the age difference how what because okay she's supposed to be an intern so is she supposed to be like 22 she's uh i think at the beginning of the show she doesn't she's not even 21 yet oh yeah so how old is he supposed to be uh i don't know his exact age but i know there's some episode where they talk to they do an interview with him and he's like oh, April, she's, like, seven years younger than me. Like, if I was a seven-year-old, she would be a baby, and I don't want to hang out with a baby. Because <laughs> it's just him making weird oh comments my. like that. Okay, well... So I think it's, like, a seven years Seven years isn't that, that big of a deal. Yeah. Like, the younger you are, I feel like it is, but as right. you get older, it's not a big deal. Um, yeah. My mom has this formula, which I think she, she found this online. My mom says you're allowed to date someone if they're, you divide your age in half and add seven. And that's how young you can go. 
I think I've heard that before. Okay. So, so wait, divide your age in half plus seven. Yeah. So let's say okay. you're 30 years old. So 15 plus seven, 22. You can date a 22 year old. So I could date someone who's like 19 and a half. Yep. <laughs> Do the reverse <laughs> math guys. Figure out hold candles. <laughs> But yeah, again, it's kind of like the younger you are, it's kind of weird. But let's say you're like 50, yeah, 25, you can date 32 year old. I guess it's still kind of a little off. But, but also it's more common for women to date older guys. Because yeah. like if a 32 year old woman dated a 50 year old man, that might seem kind of okay. But if a 32 year old man dated a 50 year old woman, that might That's be a little cougar. weird. That's cougar boundaries yeah i don't yeah. know what no that, that is true it's kind of like a i don't know if it's a double standard's the right word i don't know i don't know i don't know if that's like a bad thing or just a thing yeah to each his own to each his own <laughs> how wise of you some um, are you dating someone for those listening are you dating anyone who is a big age difference let us know yeah i want to hear all about that because i have like two friends that I know that are just only attracted to older men. And by an older men, I mean like in their 40s. And I'm oh. like, oh. Uh, uh, She's <laughs> always been like that, even when she was like 15. So Is, um, her, her father present? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's interesting because you always hear... She has no daddy issues. She just... Huh. <laughs> she just likes older men. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Is, has she like dated older men before or does she just like attracted to them? She's dated a few older men, but not like, not like 40 year olds, but she's a, most attracted to, most okay. attracted to 40 year olds. Yeah. Which we always make fun of her for it. But I mean, I guess that's just the way you are. To be fair, like there are some hot 40 year olds out there. Oh like yeah. George Clooney. Okay. He's older than 40 for sure he's like 60 he's not 60 he's like 50 at most he's like 57 probably okay i'm looking this look up it now. up i say 57 um but no i but while you're looking that up i will say i agree i also i would say i'm attracted to a lot of older men but not in the fact that like i would want to date the older men i just george Clooney is 56 oh i was so close yeah yes i told you 54 man yeah does that make us old yeah i feel like because i always think of them in like oceans 11 yeah and at that point he probably was like 40 early 40 or something yeah and then brad pitt probably was like mid 30s or 30 he's only two years younger than george clooney brad pitt yeah oh yeah interesting okay yeah cool anyways but i'm glad they got over their age gap and uh back to april and andy here yeah because uh what happened i don't know if you read up on this but what happens basically this is the most of their drama is like leading up to them but then once they're together it's pretty smooth sailing Mm -hmm. um like april decides that andy's over Anne, and it's fine so she goes to kiss him but that same day, he also kissed Anne in the hospital. 
and April's like, wow, you suck. So then flash forward to season three, she went to Venezuela for three months and brought back some boyfriend named Eduardo to make him jealous. Typical. Yeah. But then he's like, I'm going to win her back. And then he eventually does. So I think I did read too. correct me if this is wrong, but like right as soon as they started dating or they dated for a month and then they got married. Was it really that fast? That was another thing I wanted to talk about. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know the exact time frame of the show. Yeah. But they started dating in season three and then towards the end of season three, they get married. And I don't know the actual time frame, but I think it is pretty quick. Yeah. Um, I did see, I watched the clip of their wedding though. That was fun. Yeah. That's what the, that's the one I wanted to, um, show to our listeners show, not show play, listen (laughs) to our listeners. Yeah, sure. I don't know. All of the above that. Okay. You're going to do it right now. Yeah. We're just going to show the scenes where they do their vows. Okay. And this is also to preface, they, uh, surprised, people with the wedding yeah they were like throwing a dinner party and they're like surprise this is the wedding and chris pratt is literally wearing a football jersey oh yeah so, i think it's reggie wayne yeah <laughs> this is how casual they are about their relationship and it's so unique and hilarious was there a reason why he was wearing that i don't think just because so. they just think that he was because it's a colts jersey isn't it mm-hmm. yeah because they're from indiana so oh and this whole episode um, Leslie Nope is trying to stop it because she thinks they're getting married too fast and she doesn't want it to end badly or whatever. Okay, yeah, I was going to ask you about that because I saw that she, her, her little interview or whatever, was like, yeah, we can't have this happen. And he keeps going back to her face like, no. Yeah. And so I wanted to wanted to hear about that, but let's let's, let's do it. whom I love dearly, are about to sacrifice their future because they haven't thought this thing through. And nobody seems concerned about this. Attention, everybody. Madams and Miss Waz, if you would do me the obligation of having your honor heretofore in the room, doth right over there, uh, hence. What? Big event in that room, 15 minutes. Oh my God, this is really happening. I love April and Andy. I want them to stay together, and that is why I have to stop their wedding. Hi, guys. Remember how I told you there's going to be a surprise later? Well, the surprise is you're not actually at a dinner party. You're at our wedding. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, let's do this. gathered here today to marry Andrew Maxwell Dwyer and April Roberta Ludgate. I guess I kind of hate most things, but I never really seem to hate you. So I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Is that cool? Yes. 
Is it my turn? Yes. April, you're the most awesome person I have ever known in my entire life. I vow to protect you from danger. I don't care if I have to fight an ultimate fighter or a bear or him, your mom. I would take him down. Andy. I'm getting mad right now even thinking about it. I'm telling you. It's okay. I want to spend the rest of my life every minute with you. And I'm the luckiest man in the galaxy. And now the rings. By the power vested in me by the state of Indiana, I now pronounce you husband and wife. <laughs> Don't fly away. Where's the love? Okay. All right. So that one is dead. You know that. <laughs> okay. So did he call the lady officiating the wedding a man? I don't know. She. He was. I don't know who he was pointing to. Because the the camera pointed to her when that happened. But I thought yeah. that was a little weird. Also, I thought this whole time he was wearing snow pants. He's wearing cargo pants. You thought he was wearing snow pants, like to go skiing? Realize they're cargo pants. Oh, I mean, which one's better? I don't know. I definitely want to wear snow pants at my wedding. Snow pants are comfy. They are. You know, it's a little it's, hot actually. Well, I mean, if you're in snow, they're not true. But it's fun to, like, it's one of my favorite things to like. I was telling this to someone the other day when you're on snow and you're wearing snow clothes to like tackle someone. Oh yes. <laughs> In the snow. Like there's just something that feels so good about it. Oh, I know. Yes. Cause the snow is so like fluffy. Yeah. And you're wearing fluffy clothes. Yes. Yeah. We miss the snow out here in LA if you can't tell. Yeah, it's true. Well, I do. Maybe not you, but. Well, I I never really had snow, snow, but we had like ice. But I mean, I have she's from Arkansas. No, I'm from I'm, Texas. I just kidding. But I would appreciate. I mean, I went to school in Arkansas, so that's what I meant. I knew you were from Texas. Ooh. Now I'm embarrassed. I got it hey, wrong. Suey. it's okay. And I'm from Chicago. <laughs> I think this noise. Is okay. Yeah, sorry if you hear hammering. We might. Let's, uh, yeah, let's hold on for a sec. Also, though, I wanted to say about that wedding, though, that sounds like such a fun way to get married, to just surprise like, everyone. Like, hey, come over for dinner. Yeah. Oh, surprise, we're getting married. Yeah, you know? that'd be so fun. And she's wearing a white dress, but it's pretty casual. Yeah. And she just looks really happy. And she's super low-key, and it's all the, like, your best friends and family, you know? Yeah. You're not wasting thousands and thousands of dollars on a huge wedding. That's true. And you get to like combine, like it could just be like the reception right then and there too. You know? Yeah. Just like, yeah. The only thing you'd probably miss time. is like an open bar. True. But. You could just tell people it's a dinner party, BYOB. Oh, smart. Then you don't have to pay for booze. Exactly. So for you, it's an open bar. Yes. True. Because everyone will give alcohol to the bride and groom. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, once you find out it's a wedding. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Um, and then I think at the very end, uh, I keep using their real names. And Andy <laughs> makes a 
a toast or a speech, some sort of thing. And he's like, yeah, we just didn't want to overthink it. In fact, we literally did not put any thought into this (laughs) at all. (laughs) And April is just like, yeah, she's like cool with it. And then I think that's when, uh, Leslie Nope is like, okay, I guess they're fine. And they turned out for the best, like they lasted really like the entire show. Yeah. And they didn't really have many arguments. Um, they lived in separate areas for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and did they move in together? Yes. They lived, moved in together. I, th- I assume it was when they got married or right before they got married. Okay. Um, I don't remember them talking about it, but, um, they also adopt a dog, Champion, who's the best dog ever. He's a three-legged dog. Did oh. you read it? Did you see anything about that? I did see the dog, but I didn't understand what it was because it was <laughs> it was this clip I saw that ended up being so stupid. It was like <laughs> they do prom. Oh, yeah. And the dog comes limping out, act, acting as her dad. Yeah. Oh, I remember. I watched that one, too. That was because they were going to, like... A high a real high school prom but the parks department was there like advertising something oh. or fundraising something um so that's and the april's like i've never been to prom so that's why they got all dressed up and made a deal out of it so who was the guy who was her mom that, that's their <laughs> creepy roommate orin they have a roommate so yeah ben was living with them for a little bit but he was crazy neat freak um and they were not clean at all so he gave up on that um and then they had which april loves creepy weird people and stuff so she liked (laughs) this guy orin enough for him to be their roommate for a little bit um he would just be there at random times i don't know how long he lived there but um okay or maybe mistaken maybe he doesn't even live there he's just a weird friend (laughs) It, it was interesting because they did long distance for like two separate times in the show. Um, okay. April gets a job being, I think, Ben's assistant or some sort of job like that in Washington, D.C. And so they're doing long distance there. Um, and Leslie and Ben are doing long distance uh, while, while Ben and April are in <clears throat> D.C. So they were in D.C. for a while. And then um, Chris pratt slash andy gets a job in london um being someone's assistant out there and this was while he was working on i think guardians of the galaxy or jurassic world one Mm. of those so i think that's kind of why they wrote that in but i do bring this up because um one of our categories is like common goals and the thing about them as a couple is like there's still figuring out like what exactly they want to do with their lives okay so that's relatable for people it's interesting i don't even know how they would rank in common goals because they don't have goals (laughs) (laughs) like they're not sure what they want to do but they do but i guess that in itself would kind of be common i think that by not having goals by them both not having goals that's kind of like a common denominator you know yeah and they always like make it work for each other like when 
Andy, Andy was unsure about taking the job cause it was in London and she's like, this makes you happy. And like, we've, I think we can make it work cause they look like they love each other. So they just did it. Yeah. I did see a couple, I think they're like, like, I don't remember what it was, gifts or something about she got like a vet school job or she got accepted vet school was that also a move away thing she ended up not wanting to do it okay so she loves animals that was like one of the things that she was really passionate about Mm because they're not people so she she hates people (laughs) she loves animals (laughs) so so she was thinking about being a vet and she got into vet school but then when she went to visit it she's like i don't know if this is okay the thing for me um and then he did still have like the same reaction that you kind of said right there though where he was like he this was, is your dream like we're gonna make it work yeah like, exactly you have to do it um and then towards the end of the show um april's like telling leslie i thinking about leaving um leslie gets mad for a little bit because she's I think everyone's like saying they're going to leave. Um, but then she like ends up helping her. She takes her to like one of those, I forget what the jobs are called, but they're the people that help you figure out a job. It's like a career center foundation or something. Okay. Um, and then after she has the interview with that person, she ends up realizing she wants to be one of those people that helps other people figure that out. So, that's she what, decides she wants to help people for a living. Yeah, which is surprising. That is surprising. She does have actually really good character growth through the whole show, which is good. Oh. Yeah. So another common goal that they struggled with was having kids, which I wasn't really brought up for a while in the show. The only comment that they make is like, April's like, I told you, Andy, we're not going to have kids until we're 50. And I adopted adult twins twins from albania or romania or something like that i watched that clip yeah he's like oh yeah of course (laughs) so we could see that he was bummed about that though yeah but the biggest issue that it comes up is the finale episode but they end up having kids anyways and they named their kid jack jack o'lantern jack because it's born on halloween of course which is perfect perfect april um oh there was one thing i wanted to ask or discuss Mm -hmm. so they have their iconic character roles that they play bert macklin and snake hole i don't remember her snake hole's last name oh that's why he said that naming the baby yes okay snake hole ludgate or something (laughs) um and i think that's interesting a lot of couples but explain this to me. What does that even mean? So maybe I can find a like clip a of that. Like a role playing? Yeah, it's like a role playing that they do. I saved a clip from it actually. Like just in life, like general? Yeah, like Bert, Ma- uh, he came up with this character, Bert Macklin, when Leslie hired him for an episode about some kid, Greg Pakaitis, that's always plays pranks on Halloween and she hires chris pratt to be the or sorry andy to be the detective with her Mm -hmm. so then he comes with like up with this idea an fbi agent so anyways that's when he comes up with that and 
Aubrey Plaza can speak a lot of Spanish. So she like randomly will whip that out. Not that that has anything to do with Snake Hole Lady, but she likes to do also some role playing. Um, so they'll just randomly break out into character. Yeah. And they, there was like, sometimes they go to the bar. That's mostly when they do it is when they go to the bar with like some of the work friends. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to play it for you guys. Cause this is just like one of my favorite things. And I got my brother for Christmas one year and Brit Macklin FBI shirt. Hello, strange person who I have never met before. Who are you? I'm Janet Snakehole. I'm a very rich widow with a terrible secret. Who are you? Burt Macklin, FBI. I was the best damn agent they had until I was framed for a crime I didn't commit. Stealing the president's rubies. Now I work alone. Lovely to meet you. I gotta admit, uh, I thought your costume would maybe be a little bit sluttier. How dare you! Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So I think that's like the first episode that they end up um that's the first episode they end up doing that. Um but then they just kind of do it probably like once per season we see them dress up as those characters. Okay. And it's like role playing and I think it's it's kind of fun. I want Okay, so I'm wondering your opinions on role-playing as couple. Inside of the bedroom or outside of the bedroom? Well, some people do it outside of the bedroom leading into the bedroom. And then continue or stop? Once they're in the bedroom? Yeah. I don't know, actually. I can't say I've done it, but they also do that in Modern Family, like Phil and um, whatever the mom's name is, I'm forgetting. I don't know. But every Valentine's Day, they pick a role to play and they go to a hotel lounge. Okay. Yeah. I've I've heard of that before. And then they take it upstairs and... Right. I don't know if people play, keep playing into character for that. I would think you would continue. In the bedroom. Yeah, I guess. Because they never show that point on TV. Right. It's not HBO. True. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, okay, we'll just say, I guess, for both of them. Also, um, listeners, I want to know your thoughts, too, on role-playing. If you've tried it, if it was weird, if it was a good experience. Yeah. Um, I'm really curious about that. Yeah, I mean, probably like most things, I think it depends on the people. But I think it, I think it could add some nice, fun spice. Yeah, that's to the mix. true. You know, keep things, you know, lively. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the Valentine's Day thing is interesting, you know, because it's like a. I think it's just fun. Yeah, because people always talk about the importance of dating when you're in a relationship like still going out like date nights and doing things like that. And so that's kind of what this reminds me of like role playing, you know, doing something different. Yeah. To keep things interesting, but with like a recurring character, like April and Andy, I feel like at that point it's less of just role playing and more of an inside joke. 
That's true. Which that's fun too. Yeah, I mean they're so silly um as people anyways, but but if we're talking cuz that's as a whole, but if we're talking about role playing just inside the bedroom, that I think is a little bit different. True. Cuz that would that's like se- sexual right. I mean, well, that, I mean that still would be like a species like playing, spicing things up, yeah. you know, keeping things fun. Role playing is still sexual, but like if you're in a hotel lounge, obviously you can't just dress as like a slutty nurse or something like that. <laughs> right. Unless it's Halloween. Wait, you're saying all role play is sexual? Kind of. I mean, I feel like if you're role playing at a bar with your significant other you're like being different people but you're still trying to like lure each other like flirt with them sure so it still has like sexual intentions but it's not well right there's also people who like to dress up as you know like cosplay and role play in that way with their partner but it's not sexual it's just like we want to you know be different characters in our favorite tv show true you know, like the LARPers. LARPing. That was the thing at my college. I had a uh, biology lab professor who, first day, she was like, yeah, I'm a, a LARPer. I had to Google it. Yeah, I didn't know what it was for a while till like, I saw an entire mob of them at <laughs> a spot on my college campus, and I was like, what is happening? So, like, and that someone was like, oh, they must be LARPing. <laughs> and I'm like, what's that? <laughs> Like, yeah, that kind of role play, I don't think that's sexual. That's true. Also, if there's any LARPers out there, let us know if you do sexual LARPing. <laughs> no, I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> no, yeah. No judgment to people who do LARPing. I just... Oh, yeah. I am so, like, awkward about things like that. Like, I would just be giggling the entire time because I, like, can't take myself seriously as another person person yeah me too like i yeah like i couldn't be an actor i don't think yeah i'm okay with like improving oh stuff i guess okay but that's because it's like i can't think about it i just do and like i don't know i don't know how if it was like flirting with someone as someone else if it would i don't know would it be different if you're role playing with someone in a scene like for like a oh, something f- like a, huh? or not like for a movie but just if you're role playing with a random person that you're flirting with versus role playing with like a person that you're dating hmm would it be easier or harder i guess it would be easier with a stranger because they don't know who I am as a person right as is um but yeah because my significant other other knows who I am as a person and yeah they that's what's just like weird to me is because like they already love me as me so like me being someone else is like I feel weird well yeah but in this scenario you both would be role-playing true you know so they would be acting as someone else too Maybe it's just because I'm, I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah, like, I mean, it just depends on your personalities. But yeah. Some people like that more than others. 
Like, I, I don't think I would be good at role playing. Yeah, because me and my boyfriend, we just kind of like make fun of each other sometimes. <laughs> so that would just be like that to the max. And I don't think yeah. that it would go well. Because we just been like, why are you saying that? And then he'd be like, why are you saying that? You're weird. We just, I don't know. It would just be weird. Like you wouldn't take it seriously. That's what you're saying. Yeah. So it'd be very hard to take it seriously. Yeah. If you have anything to let us know, to educate us on this, send it to us. Yes. I'm very curious on what, on what your thoughts are. But yeah. I don't, I don't think I have any strong opinions on it one way or the other. But also I've never like done like role play stuff. So yeah, me either. I feel like it'd be easier in the bedroom because it's more like intimate and like, mm. I don't know. I guess it's like talking that weirds me out in the bedroom, like weird, dirty talk. That's a whole nother topic though. Right. Yeah. So talking, I feel like in the role playing is what makes me giggle and like, it just feels out of character. I wonder why. <laughs> so that's why i i guess i could role play if i didn't have to say anything (laughs) so you could you would be okay role playing as long as you didn't have to like say words yes (laughs) so you could do like dances and and things yeah that would be fine and wear something different okay but i don't know i'm just not a big fan of dirty talk because it makes me laugh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's just kind of it who is, i yeah. am i respect people who are who are good at it yeah yeah you know yeah because some people are really good at it yeah. oh, we watched um we watched the movie valentine's day together the other day yeah and with anne hathaway's character doing phone sex <laughs> I was pretty impressive. Yeah. But that one, that's a little bit, cause she is, it is role play, but she's not into it. True. You know? But so what so, does that mean? Oh, I don't know. Ooh. Interesting. But she was good at it. Yeah. Um, that would be weird. I don't know if I could, like, that's weird that you would call a person that you know is fake dirty talking to you. So yeah. you could like get off. But people people are desperate, I guess. Yeah, but that's just weird cuz it's like a real life person. Like they could just live in their everyday lives. Like watch porn or something. Yeah. I guess they just want the human interaction. Yeah, cuz they're lonely. Aww. Oh. Oh. <laughs> get on Tinder. <laughs> True. You know, I was talking with a one of our um co-workers andrew the other day about valentine's day was was not too long ago mm-hmm. and we were wondering if people's behavior on tinder was drastically different than any other day of the year oh and so we had one of our other co-workers who has a tinder profile just swipe right on every single person oh, as geez. a girl yeah but we thought afterward like maybe it wasn't a good idea because i'm sure everyone swipes right on her anyway true every single she got messages like boom 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 yeah just like that 
but but the messages were mostly like happy valentine's day and things like that so it seemed like they were using it as an excuse yeah or you know like people would everyone assumes other people are desperate for something so there might be a greater chance of of seeing them on valentine's day i guess so i don't know people are real lonely on that day so which but, i still don't understand because like yeah you're gonna get married and have the valentine's for like ever so can't you just well i mean maybe not everyone that's true but also that was what he was saying too because valentine's day is more geared toward people who are not in a relationship and makes them feel oh. like they need someone but if you're in a relationship it's like oh it's whatever it's just valentine's yeah day. i would agree Which with that actually yeah interesting yeah um anyway okay so i'm gonna show a quick clip um before we rate them they definitely have some sexual tension um this is a clip from them um reuniting when they were traveling in dc so it's like a 30 second clip so ben and april are visiting or actually no leslie and andy come to dc to visit ben in april okay okay everything andy get down from there hey leslie is this the train from back to the future three get down. hey buddy come on down from there for me please sir you protect our nation's history and you're a hero yeah a hero it's something to hide like probably a treasure map uh, hey it's hey really so great to see you too. Yeah. Yikes. Okay, uh, guys, let's motor. Guys, guys, let's go get some astronaut ice cream or something. We were thinking about maybe just, uh, we maybe we were gonna go back we're to gonna have sex. her. Okay. They <laughs> <laughs> just run away. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I like that. It shows the dynamic between um. Leslie and Ben's relationship versus oh yeah April and Andy's. that's so true yeah that's good so I think we are ready to start rating them on our board yes so um we'll see if they'll pass our highest rated so far which is Jim and Pam um also wait I do want to browse over this we can cut this out if there's nothing good but there was that reddit post oh yeah yeah i actually do want to yeah i came across uh in my research i but then i forgot to read it um and when i was googling andy and in april and it was a reddit post saying this is the title of it better tv couple jim and pam or andy and april i want your reasons go and so it was like perfect for us yes um although it was submitted nine months ago by P-R-N-C-R-N-Y. The top poster on here that had the most upvotes said, Jim and Pam, for me, they just seem more genuine in the struggles they went through in the relationship. I love Andy and April as much as the next person, but that scene where Jim finds out Pam is pregnant, some serious acting chops for John Krasinski and always gets me. Oh, I just got goosebumps thinking (laughs) about that. Uh, And then... This other person said Ben and Leslie. What? Uh, but they said it should be Jim and Pam. The spark between Ben and... Okay, they're comparing with Ben, ben and Leslie. So I don't know if I can do that. They said for Andy and April, 
You have intense, crazy love, and they fit together well, but April's need to constantly be slash do crazy edgy versus Andy's organic wackiness feels off. Okay. Um, and then the next one that's highest up says Jim and Pam. Before they got together, April was trying to make Andy jealous. Would refuse to let him explain why he kissed Anne. Jim and Pam dated other people before they got together, but they weren't trying to hurt each other. Jim and Pam also uh, take care of each other and help each other out. Andy and April do help each other, but Andy is definitely a lot more dependent on April. Also, April wouldn't let Andy get glasses. I know it was funny, but still. <laughs> uh... Okay. Then there's some some people commented back on that one though to to counter um, saying Pam was guilt tripping Jim in the final season. Um, Jim decided to start the business without consulting Pam and was detached. And then even though April was smart, she allowed Andy and herself to neglect their needs uh, and were irresponsible with their lives. Um, but it seems, okay, finally, here's someone who says Andy and April seem like they will always be madly in love with each other and longing for the other when absent. Jim and Pam will always love each other, setting into a comfortable type of love where they know the other will always be there for the other, but they picked Andy and April. So it looks like most people chose Jim and Pam. I think it's because a lot of people have trouble relating to April and Andy, like they're just so unique of characters. But yeah. Jim and Pam are like genuine down to earth people that everyone I feel like can relate to. Here's a good one that I just saw. Um, just a recap. Or I don't know. I can't talk. But, <laughs> you know, summary. There we go. Of what this person said. Jim and Pam have a more believable relationship in some ways, but it's much less interesting because they're both uninteresting characters outside of the relationship. And then Andy and April are three-dimensional characters in their own right. But for most of its arc, their relationship is played pretty cartoonishly, which is fine. Yeah, I so guess I think that, that makes a, sense. Kind of a, I think that's an accurate description yeah. of what's going on. Um, so, so yeah, that was kind of kind of interesting. Because Andy and April, compared to Jim and Pam, they just seem more goofy. But yeah, again, they're just such different characters. But I I wanted to do Andy and April because they seem like such different characters from jim and pam like they're just so unique and it is hard for people to take them seriously but they do they love each other and they make each other laugh like nobody else and they make distance work like they barely even go through many difficult yeah i think times that they are a fun couple to watch because it could like give viewers hope of like wow like yeah i'm a freak too but like there's gonna be someone else out there who's gonna be just as big of a freak as i am and then we're gonna love each other yeah you know i think their whole relationship is defined as like them never overthinking things like yeah they just say oh i want to do this job in london you should do it do it 
and then they just like send each other care packages. They show that in all the shows. I just got chills. Yeah. <laughs> wow. There you go. There's one episode where they show <laughs> April getting a care package from Andy, and he says, "P.S. Can you do my laundry and send it back to me?" He literally just sent a care package of laundry for her to do and then <laughs> shit back because <laughs> he apparently can't do it. <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess that that would also, that would raise the question of like, should we all be more or less, we should all not think overthink. Yeah. We shouldn't overthink as much. We should be more just in the moment of like Andy and April. Yeah. Probably. But I think, you know, they might've taken it a little too far, but there are some important things you need to talk about but yeah but yeah i think i think we do tend to overthink things a lot in life and real real life gets hard especially with a significant other trying to also deal with real life yeah and i think it would be better though if you just don't overthink things i think constantly people are just overthinking things like where to go what to do with their lives and how it's going to affect the other person but I think that with the overthinking, in order to be that way, I think it requires a lot of trust. That's true. Which is important. Yeah. Anyway. And like, just being supportive of the other person, like you guys, like each person should be able to do whatever they want, but you know, also kind of being respectful. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. It makes me think back to when we were talking about Christina and Burke, though, because they did do a lot of like selfless things like Andy and April did, too. That shows that shows spinning it into like the negative side of sacrifice, whereas this and I think Jim and Pam, too, were like the positive side of it of like, yeah, you know, when you love someone, you're in a relationship, just like you're going to do things for the other person to, you know, let him get that job or we're going to go here because that's what you want to mm-hmm. do. Yeah. And not overthink it. Yeah. I don't know. It's just interesting. No, I agree to see both. But, um, okay. So let's, let's start the ratings. We have sexual, ten- sexual tension. Mm-hmm. We did see that clip. True. If you guys didn't see it, but you heard it, they were on the ground making out in yep. the middle of public. And they just said, we're going to go have sex. <laughs> they ran away. Um, I definitely think they have more sexual tension than Jim and Pam, for sure. Oh, yeah. And I think that's also probably partly because they're both kind of goofy and just like they're not self-conscious about themselves. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. Or what I could pick up on. I'm going to give them an eight. Oh, eight. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say seven. Okay. What's next? Humor. Okay. I'm going to say nine. I was going to give them an eight. Oh, wow. I would just... More than you. All right. I don't know why. Next is... Um, honesty. Honesty, okay. From what I could pick up on... I would say, I would say seven. 
Because it sounds like they did have some issues at the beginning with the honesty, but worked it out and, and seemed pretty straightforward with each other, I think. Yeah. Um, or is that wrong? I gave them an eight. Uh, oh, okay. Because once they were dating, they were pretty straightforward with each other. Yeah. April would be like, what the hell? Yeah, like she's so... <laughs> like deadpan or whatever you want to call it that i feel like she can just say things how it is yeah i feel like the hardest thing that for her to confront was when she said i love you to him for the first time and he replied with awesome sauce and i she, did see that yeah it took like a whole episode for her to finally say like what, what the hell but that's because it was a pretty intense moment yeah once you cross the i love you barrier i feel like it's right easier and for some people it's harder anyway and like i think april for some for people who are more like she seems to like everyone knows her as like you know april she's gonna say stupid things or just act weird or you know it, it would be harder for her to be vulnerable and like say i love you in like a serious way right than it would be for someone else yeah so it'd be harder so common goals okay yeah this one is a little bit difficult but i would say the kid thing was an issue so maybe man i think the i think they might beat jim and pam i'm gonna say seven Um, you said seven for Jam and Pam, just so you know. Oh, for real? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I was going to give them a seven and a half. Okay. Just because they were, yeah, the kid thing, and then they weren't sure what they were wanting to do with their lives. Um, that I feel like kind of affects it. I was thinking that affected it in the positive. Okay. But that's just my personal opinion. Yeah. All right. Next is selflessness. Eight. Yeah, I'm going eight too. I almost said eights across the board. Oh. The only thing I didn't was common goals. Um, okay. We have to do an outlier before oh. I scroll over to see the final. Do you think there are any outliers? I don't know if this was a issue in the show, but the kiss with Anne in the first season. And because on that thing when they said that they were trying to like make each other jealous and stuff. Or is that not a big deal? I don't feel like it was a huge deal because they weren't established yet. Okay. As a couple. Um... Because all that happened was just they kissed once, right? Yeah. Like, he he got injured somehow and ended up in the hospital, and Anne is a nurse. So, I don't know. He was just being really nice, and so she felt like kissing him, so she kissed him. And he was trying to get over Anne for basically the whole season, too. Um, But then April... Also was worried about him in the hospital. So she comes in like 30 minutes later or whatever time frame comes in later 
decides that she wants to be with him. Um, so she kisses him too. And then Andy decides to tell her pretty much that same time, like, oh, well, Ann just kissed me. So then, <laughs> which is good that he was so honest yeah. with her. But I feel like because of the kiss with Anne, he realized... He wanted April. He wanted April over Anne. And I think that actually, the whole situation helped him. He's Move like, on. I'm going to... I'm going to win April back. And yeah, she was being kind of immature by bringing back this Venezuelan boy um, and trying to make him jealous. Mm -hmm. But again, they weren't established yet as a couple. And I guess, you know, how some people like to do playing hard to get or whatever. Sure. Um, Okay. When you explain it that way, yeah. I I feel like it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. And it ended up working. I mean, he got jealous and then he decided to like go against her like plan. And it's, he decided to like befriend Eduardo. And then once he saw that those two were hitting it off, she's like, okay, well this isn't even working. So then she (laughs) broke up with Eduardo. (laughs) So like he, okay. So he like kind of knew what she was trying to do. And he, he like ended up he ended up working out. So, um, well then I don't know if I would say they have any. My only thing was gonna be like they're not. Andy's not the most responsible person. Like he can't even do his own laundry, and like he was living in a pit for like right after because him and Anne were living together. In season one. Oh. And then when they broke up, he literally was living in like, he was like homeless for a little while. Oh, so that, yeah, that's like that person that said Andy was too dependent. Yeah. That's like the only thing that I think. Like he, that makes sense. And then I would even just give him like a negative one maybe for that. Your one. Yeah. Cause, Cause even, even then like April took a while for her to like mature and find out what she really likes because she basically was like I hate people and she would she would never open up to people and then because of Andy she helped her grow that way too so immaturity slash codependence yeah oh I would agree because those are both like it's bad to be too dependent on the person you're with yeah you know yeah, you, I agree. you have to be your own person, have your own life. Okay, so I'll give him a so negative one. OMG. So, Jim and Pam has the highest score with seventy four, um, and April and Andy's final score is seventy six point five. <gasps> wow, seventy six. I know. I'm surprised. Must be that sexual tension, man. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I guess the moral of the story is, guys, don't overthink stuff in your relationship. Yeah. That, just, yeah. Just be supportive AF and roll with it. And be goofy. And be goofy with each other. Be a cat or be a dog. Yeah. If you're if you're a dog, find your cat. If you're a cat, find, find your, your dog. All. <laughs> Um, wow, so that's going to be a hard one to beat, I think. I 76 know. and a half. Yeah. Nice. 
Um, so Jim and Pam just walked the plank. Yeah. Sorry, Jim and Pam. You're forever in our hearts. <laughs> so we want to hear your guys' input. Um, you guys can send us anything that we were talking about today in the podcast. Um, or any other couples you guys want to see. The opportunities are endless there. Um, so let us know on that. You can hit us up on Twitter at Shipmates Show, all one word. Um, you can email us at shipmatespodcast at gmail.com. Well, thank you guys for listening this week. We look forward to hearing from you. Tune in next time. You guys are the best listeners ever. Ever. <laughs> and hope everyone had a good week. Yes. So far. Join us or walk the plank. Every time you say it wrong. I know. And what? it's your saying. What is it? Join our ship or oh, walk join the it. plank. Got it. Join our ship or walk the plank. Bye. Bye.